All right, all right. Um, welcome to episode five of the Casey on the B show. Um, today I'm I'm using a different microphone, so if I sound a little funny, it's because I'm I'm trying out this other mic, um, that I had, and I'm, I have a guest today, so I'm letting them use the big mic and pause. Uh, but they're gonna be using the microphone I normally use, so I'm not gonna put myself out there like that and say the big mic. Um, so. Um. Yeah. So today I got a guest, and I'm I'm gonna introduce him in a second, and um I'm gonna knock you over the head with these uh these uh, shameless cheap plugs here. Um, you can get at me on Twitter at Casey on the Beat, SoundCloud at Casey on the Beat, Tumblr at Casey on the Beat, Facebook at Casey on the Beat, and then Instagram at Casey on the Beat, Snapchat, Bandcap, Camp, sorry, and uh, Reverb Nation. And also, I'm on Stitcher Radio, the Casey on the Beat show, and uh, also on iTunes. If you can, you know, want to search the show, uh, I'm, I should be at, you know, you put in the Casey on the Beat show, it should pop right up. Um, and I also have a, a, a blog page that I want to plug in there, um, and that's www.caseyonthebeat.wordpress.com. Uh, now, a lot of people will get the name confused of how to spell it. Basically, um, you know, I put everything together to spell the name. And uh, instead, you know, just one line, one name, whatever. Um, so a lot of folks get it confused as how to spell it. It's actually uh, K-A-E-C-E-O-N-D-A-B-E-A-T. Um, and... Like I say, if you go to, you know, www.caseyonthebeat.wordpress.com, you should be able to follow me on there and see some of the things that I post, uh, interesting articles, things like that. Sometimes, you know, things that pop in my head in the middle of the night if I'm laying in the bed, whatever, you know, and I feel like blogging. Then I basically, uh, you know, get on WordPress and get to putting, you know, information on there, pictures, whatever, videos. So yeah, just check me out at that uh, at at, at www.caseyonthebeat.wordpress.com. All right, so now that we got through that, my guest today is my soon-to-be legally available to buy alcohol, Keon, ladies and gentlemen, Keon, Keon, we're gonna. We're going to give it up for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Hercules, Hercules. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, today is all about having fun. So we're going to have a fun day. You know, I know a lot of times I get on here and I talk about, you know, some of the negative things that go on, you know, with my kids and stuff like that. And, and you know, sometimes, man, you, you got to have a flip side. So today is all about having fun. And smiling, he just came home from school. Yeah, uh, fall fall break, right? Yeah, but I'm actually down here for Billy Man March. Yeah, they they have the the 20th anniversary of that event going on this weekend, I believe, um, of the Million Man March. And if anybody's familiar, that unless you've been under a rock for the last 20 years, that was a major event for the African American community. And uh, I actually. I was I was young, twenty years ago, so I wasn't the most mature uh, young black youth um, person that you may know me as being, you know, today. But back then, I didn't feel it necessary to go. I didn't feel like it was, you know, speaking to me personally per se. So I actually skipped out on the event, in which, you know, I I kind of regretted it um, of not being part of that history. So to, to actually have you go at damn near the same age, that's the crazy thing, damn near the same age, and, and participate, you know, it, it actually it actually mean a lot to me. Um, so, yeah, he's here for that. And you had any other plans on the list? Uh, let's see. Other than that, it, oh, I think I'm too close. No, you, you're fine. Bitter. But other than that, there's a woman open up an art gallery tomorrow at 6 p.m. 
called Pan Washingtonia. Oh, okay. So I wanted to go check that out. She's like a up and coming artist. Who's oh, well known for a lot of her art gallery openers. Oh, okay. Um, black woman from D.C. originally. You you know the name of the place? Are you gonna plug it or you? I can't. I know it's in the downtown area of D.C. But I can't remember the exact street. Yeah. But if you go on Facebook and go to uh, Black Lives Matter DMV page. Okay. Let me let me see. Because I, I, I want to be able to get it, you know, folks. Well, you know, although it's for this weekend, but hopefully the gallery will stay open, you know, for a long time. Um, so that people can actually go and visit. This is why I'm looking this up here. Uh, you said black. Black Lives Matter DMV. Okay, I got it here. Uh, you should go in their photos and see it. Okay. So we're going to go into this. Is it on here? Or uh, just go through. Sorry, ladies and gents. Let me get this right. Here in one second. It's this one here. Pan Washingtonian. Yeah, that's the one. Okay, so it says an expo- ex- exhibition by Imani Shanklin Roberts. I believe that's her name here. On It's basically this weekend on Saturday um, from 6 to 10 p.m., Studio 52, 52 O Street Northwest, number 204. Washington DC zip code two thousand one or two zero 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 one. Um so yeah that's 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 gonna be what's going on that he's actually talking about. So I'll go ahead and plug her um in there for that event. Um but like I said also yeah that event Justice or else is also tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah, so I believe she's doing it to add on to the Justice or else. Okay, okay. Um, let's see here. Always like to try to get y'all some sort of news. So I'm trying to, I don't know what's going on with my internet. Um, here we go. Don't really see nothing interesting here. Um, let me see, Department of Transportation. I know one thing that happened in the news uh, for this week is the floods down in uh, South Carolina after the hurricane, which actually did not hit them. Um, but, you know, they had a lot of rain and stuff down there. So they um they basically got probably eight inches of rain or something like that, and, and uh, rivers overflowed and everything, running into you know of course towns and things like that. So those you know they had it real rough down there this week. Um. Uh, so yeah. So anything in particular? You may you may want to um, because this this is his first time doing this radio show, so I'm sorry if it seems like it's a little bit off, but you know um, I'm actually running him through like the format and things like that. You know, hopefully he'll have his own uh, podcast show or something like that in the later future, near future, whatever. But I'm I'm running him through. I normally have a program set up of you know what I'm gonna talk about. That's this sheet here, so. You know, I'll have like four segments I'll actually bring up. But like I told you, you know, if if this is a short one, it's just a short one. You know, it's me, you know, and then, you know, me introducing my son to you all and, and bringing him on this podcast show. Um, and just, you know, giving him that experience. So, yeah, like I say, normally I have a format. Um, 
I chose not to make one because I, I wanted to go, you know, off the top. Not to sound so much like a rapper. But, yeah. Um, go ahead, get the phone out. You said to get the what out? Get the, get the phone out. The, the phone? Yeah, you know, rappers be like, y'all better go off the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, the phone yeah. Out. And then start reading. Yeah. No, um, it's crazy. I was going over this, these list of songs um, that I actually had in my MPC. And this is the ones that I actually would, you know, I'll say this, like, you know, uh, 70% completed. And that's a lot of songs. Like just just by going by the months. Now it's more it's more songs in those particular folders, but it's um it's a ton of songs. Uh, what I'm trying to do now actually is um you know for those out there listening, you know I'm trying to start uh putting together a, a mixtape project with just instrumentals. But I was thinking of going uh doing retro, like 80s, 90s, even maybe even like 70s or 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s type of songs. And I actually, you know, released that as a mixtape. You know, a lot of people can't say they can actually create those feels. So, you know, I'm working on, you know, actually putting together a project that, that pertains to that type of stuff. So. Um, so I, I, I've, I've been working on that, um, uh, what else have I been working on, man? I'm, I'm actually drawing a blank. Uh, so I, uh, I know what it was. Harvesting. That's why I can't remember my lines. Ah, yeah, I harvest. So, yeah, all my listeners, y'all already know that, you know. What I'm, if, if you listen on a regular, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I had to harvest a, a hardy plant that, I, you know, that I've been waiting to harvest for a long time now. So I finally was able to get that thing done and started, you know, putting things together, jarring, curing, and drying, and things like that. So, yeah, I kind of went in the cookie jar a little ahead of time. So. Right now, I'm kind of nice. So, yeah, that's the good thing. So, you, you, you're just going to sit back on the <laughs> mic and just listen and, 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 and chirp and, no, and giggle. No, no. Okay. You got to show these ladies out here that you're a man, man. You can't, you can't be on here, oh, my God. You know, that, that, that you know, you got to, you know, get out there, man. Well, since I'm here for Justice or else, I figure why not talk about the Black Lives Matter movement or the pro-black movement. Cause oh. I feel like a lot of people have a misconception about it. You know what? He about to get cut off like, uh, uh, <laughs> what's, what's that rapper's name? Uh, oh my God. I can't remember his name, but yeah. Now I know that it's probably me because we're talking about Black Lives Matter, and I'm like, yeah. So I just cut down my marijuana plant. <laughs> you know, that's that, you, you, you know, putting those two in the same like that. Ooh, ooh. Uh, I'm not a representative of the Black Lives Matter campaign movement. All right, I, I'm not attached to those guys. I know nobody personally, and I have no business dealing with them. I'm speaking from a verbal standpoint only. So, uh, yeah, I, I I support my own campaign, and then that campaign is peace and 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 freedom, not freedom, but actual freedom. So, I um, I I see where you're coming from. So, so that this is the thing. It is, then this is what makes this episode interesting now because you got somebody that's, that's been down that road that you're traveling and where you're fully supportive of, you know, the Black Lives Matter campaign and 
everything that you're doing. And I got myself 20 years later saying, hey, I just got finished cutting and trimming my marijuana plant. <laughs> and it just, it you know, I don't want to say it's a, a that they, their, their actual um, last segment 20 years ago was a failure, you know. But looking at myself from then to now, I'm, I'm like, I guess they, they got to try to capitalize to keep their heads above water by, you know, dealing with a different group of people and, and definitely adding other demographics, other races and cultures to the movement. Because the, the, the movement before was strictly black. And, you know, as you could have saw from that video, they was trying to, you know, include Hispanics and uh, Indian Native Americans, um, sorry, in, in, into the movement of what they what they're actually trying to achieve, and it's no longer it, which makes it weird because Black Lives Matter is about Black lives, but you're going you you are are they are they a, a part of that? You know, man, I know that the movement is picked up and gained support from different ethnicities okay. who feels though, you know, I'm a supporter because this is social injustice in general. This is the same thing that happened to me and my people. Right. So they're just going to kind of roll with it, but it is still kind of weird that you're supporting Black Lives Matter and you're not black. Well, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying the people, like, what I'm saying is that it, it, I think, you know, the, Confusion for me is all right. So you have the 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 justice or else move, movement is what they're trying to do, and it's supposed to be an anniversary uh, program program about um, the Million Man March, which you know the Million Man March was started basically for the same reasons, out to seek justice. Um, but they just named it, but it was only focused on blacks. And, you know, to me, Black Lives Matter, I mean, I guess if they only there to support blacks, but how does that work out? Because that would tie into all lives matter. And, you know, they've been having that issue with that thing because the reason why I'm saying this is because the Million Man March was for blacks. Justice for else is for everybody. I guess this other of 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 ethnic uh, background. So I guess you know Caucasians and folks like that aren't invited to this party or this 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 program. But Black Lives Matter, the whole title and the name and everything, shouldn't be a part of any race matters type of movement, if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand. Because then it's it's not, it's, it's... It takes away from the purpose of it. Right. And I think, you know, I think they, you know, they, they try to work for a good cause, but, I, you know, a lot of this stuff sometimes, man, gets gets uh, filtrated and watered down. And, and trying to support everyone else moving besides their own. Right. Because I, I just pray that they had, you know, they have a good turnout and that it's a success. In in a sense of like, you know, no violence, no, you know, back and forth and things like that. Because that's, you know, this time I could say that's the thing that that I would be afraid afraid of more now than twenty years ago. Because I think the tensions are still the same, you know, from the black community to the white community. I, I don't see no change. I mean, you're 20. I'm 42. So I, I've seen a lot, you know, from birth to 20, from 20 to, you know, to 40. And I swear to goodness, like, the same shit is still going on, you know, 
20 years later. And I guess that's, you know, maybe the whole backing, like the whole background for the whole justice or else. Because if it's still happening 20 years later, then something got to give. But I look at the movement totally different. And I look at, you know, every, uh, you know, everything I've been taught, I'm reanalyzing every day. And I think for me, me not supporting it is it's just me saying, hey, I'm a leader of a different era. And I don't think that, and I think that's why the, the whole thing back then didn't work for the youth, for, you know, me. It did. It never worked on me, and I don't know if we were just the ignorant ones at the time, and they were just really talking to people like my dad, you know. So I don't know, man. Um, I mean, what do you think is a good way or a good platform to try to incite change within our own community? Because if you said that, it's pretty much just. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry for that. That was the the the, the machine back in the back. Um, <laughs> but if you say that, you know, today's day and age is basically the same thing from when you were younger. Then everything's been stagnant. Pretty much. So, what do you think? Like, do you have any insights or inputs on how to get ourselves out of this situation? without having to depend on other people or if we do have to depend on other people, then, you know, how so? Like, do we depend on them for support, like financial support or? When you, when you say depend on people, who, who, who are your reference? I'm referencing other ethnicities. Okay. Like, for example, I went to um, a Haitian organization meeting who say, you know, they support Haitian lives or black lives, either or. Mm -hmm. But But they still depend on money from Caucasians to support them. Here's my take on that. First of all, we got to start focusing on everybody else's issues and fix us with no one's help. Nobody could help black people but black people. And, you know, I've always said, you know, and I may catch some some heat for this, but, you know, the white supremacist groups and things like that and the, the Klan and the Aryan Brotherhood, the, the difference between them and your, your average Joe is they're only really speaking their mind, right? Now, hate is a very dangerous thing. So the hate portion of the way they act is what makes them stand out, what makes them negative. But the speaking your mind portion of, hey, I don't want my kind mating with your kind, you know, all that garbage. I understand that to a point. So here's the thing. In order for us to deal with them, we got to know who we are. Right? They know who they are. They know their history. And when we fell down, in the past, after being after coming from slavery, right? We come from slavery, we got our own, we got our own businesses, stuff like that. They came, they destroyed it. If you look at the way the government is set up here, why are we always the ones begging? Okay. How do you fix the black community. Take Uncle Uncle Sam out of your community. 
let the laws be the laws. If you, you know, hey, you can't have a gun, you can't sell drugs, you can't drive drunk. Okay, let all of that shit with Sam roll, right? The only way, now this is me speaking, that they could fix it is take Sam, which is welfare, food stamps, any government assistance out of the black community, which means you are taking it out of the black woman, you're taking it out of the black man, these people got jobs, they're no longer dependent on the government, you build better children, stronger young men, stronger young black women, I, you know, I used to see these posts on Facebook and stuff like that. It says, you know, your relationship ain't shit pretty much if you don't have God in it. I guess our lives ain't pretty much shit if we don't have a man in it. You know, because that's, that's the truth. If you sitting here and you got these young black women believing that you know, the government's going to take care of me for the rest of my life. I don't need a man for shit. Then they're going to continue to run with that. So it's just like I said, religion, and it's funny because I saw a post from Kirk Franklin. He said uh, religion was uh, uh, um, was a prison, right? So you take, for example, with this. Marriage ain't shit without God in it. What do we perceive God as? Always some old white guy, right? Why does that matter in your life? Why does that matter? Because then when you get trained to think that your marriage needs God or it's not going to work, then you start believing that, that, um, that with everything else, you know, you, you need uh, somebody overseeing everything that, that has anything to do with you. So I think for us to have a better community, get along better, is make Black Lives Matter, not to white people, to your own goddamn community. And I think when you go start saying, hey, Mr. Asian, can you help me with something? Why? Why are we doing that? Why do we need anyone's help to fix our own problem? It's called dependency and, 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 and taking care of yourself. See, the funny thing is, and I get, in the, get into it with people all the time when I'm like, yo, Democrats keep us below the poverty level. Republicans are trying to tell you to get up, do something with yourself. This is the same shit I'm saying right now. Get up, do something with yourself, create a life for you and your children, a future for you and your children. Create a way of life. Depending on somebody else to pay your bills, right? Now, I'm, I'm going to use this analogy, and a lot of people may be you know, get upset about it. But so you have a pimp and you have a prostitute. One is the master, the other one's the servant. So when a, a, a female decides that she wants to become a prostitute, she goes out there and she sells herself for that man. What's so different between that and us and other races? We always going to somebody else. We always trying to fluff somebody up to get something out here. We ain't never, I, I, like I said, I'm 42. It's so much of that shit going on in the black community. It's, it's not even funny. We allow white supremacy to, to run us into the grave. 
we don't fight for anything. We march, okay. And then, you know, you go, you know, from marching to what? There's nothing, there's nothing else after that. Nothing ever happens. Then the only people to get rich, right? Are the people that sponsored the shit. So when you say, I'm gonna go down there, right? So they got sponsors for that shit. Bathrooms, beverages, audio, video, even they gonna get a check. Right? It's like I tell people, ain't nobody doing nothing for free out here. You know, me going down there and hearing somebody try to tell me some brainwash BS of what it takes to actually, you know, fix the black community. I'm going to tell you how you fix the black community. Take the white man out of it. That's how you fix it. That's how you fix us. It's the same thing like I was just telling Sharika. It's a prime example, you know. I look at the school system now, and I look at your stepsister's, um, her grades, right? I can pull it up for you now. White, white people have come into the community, first of all, and they took over our schools, right? So let's, let's call it a spade a spade. Does that mean the black teachers was failing these kids before? I, I'm not going to say they was failing the kids. Every teacher's not not the same. So, sorry for that. I, uh, I dropped my felt today. Um, every every teacher's not the same, right? So, they decide. Well, we're gonna we're gonna revamp this. Prime example: uh, Baloo High School that I went to. They just did that this year. We're gonna fire all the teachers and hire back. The, only the ones that could succeed in, I think it was a test or something or whatever they were doing. I don't, I, I don't know. Can't remember offhand. I have to pull that up later. Um, but none, nonetheless, you had to fight for your job back, right? So what ends up happening is those white teachers are winning the job because they, most of them are just out of school and things like that. So they fresh. They knew. Then you got veterans that's been there, and then, you know, they, they're they not familiar with so much. They're not on the up and up and stuff like that, Twitter and all that shit. You know, it's funny you say that because back in high school, like, when I came there for my senior year, I saw the same thing. A lot of young white teachers or young Asian teachers. Right. But So this is what they do. They kick the blacks out. They bring in the whites. Dude, this is war on a different level that people are not paying attention to. So they kick out the black teachers. They bring in the white teachers. Then the white teachers raise the curriculum, right? So here, Amia's going to school, and I just broke it down to her mother and to her. So you wake up at 7, right? No, she wakes up at like 6.30 a.m. So 6.30 a.m., she's up to go get herself ready because she you know, walks her brothers and sisters to school. So after she gets up, all right, she goes to school. She got to be there at 8, I believe. And um, I believe it's like seven hours she's at school. She comes home. She has to complete her homework, right? And let's say, I think she gets out at 3.30, so she's home by 4. Let's say 4 to 5, we're just going to take that one hour and say, you know, she spent time eating, using the bathroom, talking, or, you know, whatever, settling down, taking a shower, whatever. So you take that one hour. So now she had, you know, we, we had them on a the schedule of going to bed at 9.30 every night. So you got from 5 to 9.30, or 5 to 9 o'clock, I mean. Five to nine o'clock to complete all your homework. So that's four hours, right? You go to bed, you get back up, you do it all over. Where's their time to study? When you're doing 
five projects in four hours. You know, so she get she you know she doesn't have time to study. So this is the crazy thing. I can even pull up her her information and show it to you. She's passing all of her classwork, all of her homework, but she's failing the quizzes, the major and minor assessments. So although she'll have an A in participation, an A in homework and classwork, the major and minor assessments is what, 40 and 20 or 40 or 30% of your grade, which means you may have two A's in, you know, participation, classwork, and homework, but you still get an F because you can't pass the quiz. So I received an email today, and it said that, you know, they love her in the class. Um, what was it? It was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull it up because I, I, I want to quote this right. It's, it says, uh, good afternoon. I just wanted to touch bases about Amir's progress so far in SAT prep. She is a pleasure to have in class, but is struggling with the content. I was hoping that you could encourage her to spend some extra time studying and to see me during office hours so that we can get her grade up. Please let me know if you have any questions. And here's the first thing. If I can't fucking find time in here, what the fuck am I encouraging? Uh, extra time to study. Where's she going to get it from? You see what I'm saying? So this is what they do. Right? She didn't have this issue last year. This is what they do. Now, she's taking an SA, SAT prep class, right? Which that does. Those classes never help anyway. Right. It's just, to me, that's a bullshit class. It because, is. number one, you shouldn't have to take an SAT to go to college. That, to me, is just dumb. That's why some colleges are actually doing away with SAT altogether. Right. Uh, George, Georgetown, no, George Washington University cut it out. Because, first of all, if a motherfucker got money to pay, the college ain't going to turn them away, whether you pass the SAT or not. You see what I'm saying? If you... If you, your mother's a billionaire, Oprah had a kid and decided they, you know, and the, the child failed, the SATs, they still want to admit the child. I mean, that's like saying I don't have health insurance, so they, they want to admit you in an emergency room. The hospital has to take you. They have to save your life. This shit here is not necessary. But they got her taking it, and she's going to fail if she doesn't pass it. And that's the sad part. And then to say, you know, encourage her to find extra time, spend more time, spend some extra time studying is crazy. You know, she, 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 every class is the same thing. And it's, and it's like I said, they, they, trust me, man. They forced the classes on tour. Right. And I told her, I said, you know, that's, uh, you know, I wanted to go to a parent teacher conference because, I wanted to find out how they go about creating schedules because you're actually supposed to have the own freedom to create your own schedule. Right. That's how it was when I was in school. Same for me. Right. So they give them schedules. So once your schedule's written, I'm like, well, you should have had some of this stuff changed and not had um, accepted just anything they gave her because, like, she still has gym and health on there, in which she doesn't even take. She doesn't even, it's just, like I said, man, they infiltrate. Now, with them taking over the school systems, people always talk about, I want to I send my kids to a school that, that has a good system set up where my kids can succeed, right? But the problem with that is you got a top lock and a bottom lock, right? They don't do the same shit. If anybody out here thinks that a top lock and a bottom lock does the same shit on the door, something's wrong. So you can't send a bottom lock to a top lock school. Motherfucker ain't going to be able to do the shit. And a, you can't do the reverse. One has a fucking knob. The other one doesn't. 
if you on the outside and have a deadbolt lock, that deadbolt lock is the only one that can go to school with a top lock. Because they do the same shit. But a handle lock, which is a doorknob, is not the same. And when you send a black child to a white school or into that Caucasian-influenced atmosphere, they lose sight of who they are. I actually talked to um, the chick at my school who, she's light-skinned, and she talked about going to an all-white school and believing that she was white. They confused her because she said that, you know, that's who she hung around. That's all she knew. So hold up, hold up, hold up. So hold up. So she, she's light-skinned, and she went to an all-white school, and she thought she was white because she was light-skinned and they were white. Yeah. What are, are her parents white? No, but she's talking about from when she was young. Mm. Yeah, I I'm, I'm I I won't comment on that. I mean, well, well, if you young young, I could see where you're not even looking at race. But I I you know, like I said, man, I, I, I view everything different through a different set of lenses. Uh, being here on this earth for 42 years, I've seen some of the most craziest shit happen. And, I've, you know, like I say, they, they infiltrate. You know, and the only way for us to succeed is to eliminate them because they don't include us in anything of theirs. If they have a group, whatever the case may be, now, and, and I'm not talking about, let me say this. I'm not a racist, but I do believe that each race is, should be treated equally amongst the other races. However, you know, like dating an, another race and stuff like that, I, I really honestly don't care about that. That's, you know, if if you want to raise your daughter to believe that, yo, because I say this all the time that people don't understand what the Caucasian culture is that they're kind of losing. You know, every time a, a white guy marries a black woman and has a child, that child's no longer white. You know, we're more dominant. Um, so, it, you know, it's just like my ex-girl, you know, like on out of all her mother's kids, her dad just passed, so it's just her mom. And out of that generation, I think it's only two white grandkids. So if her brother never married a white woman and he married a black woman, then that generation is gone. The whole race is wiped out. You know, that's that's a scary thing, you know. So I understand why, you know, the Caucasian race feels the way they do. But if that is, you know, what it's going to be, I mean, because I couldn't imagine, you know, when I see all these movies insurgents and shit like that, you know, where it's like an apocalyptic type of world, it's funny how it's always like one black guy, right? And like a ton of fucking white people. Where all the black people go? I must just be high as a motherfucker because I'm dead serious on this one, right? Because I'm thinking about it. When you Mad Max... All that shit, right? And it's always, even, even what's my movie? Uh, the Book of Eli. Denzel and uh, like probably one other white dude, I mean black dude was in the movie, right? Post-apocalyptic world. All whites, probably two blacks. Every movie that they keep portraying those type of movies, right? They all had the same meaning. 
we ain't dead. We ain't dead. It's two of us. And we 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 are the minority, right? The reality is they're the minority on this planet. It's more people in India than it is white people on this planet right now. Right? So you know you know a lot of people say you know some of the stuff in movies are actual actual you know true events or things just you know to come and stuff like that for all those uh conspiracy theorist type people they they really believe that but it's a pattern so uh, you know are we going to be the ones wiped out because like i said so you take that one household i wish i had some paper on you take that one household, I think, it would, so you got the parents. Let me try to draw this little thing. So you got the parents, then they had one, two, three, four kids. One, I think, has, I want to say four kids. One has two, one has one, and one has two, right? So out of all these, seven kids are mixed, right? And these two are pure. They're white. If these two twins, I don't know if they're girls or boys, right? they two girls and they date black men, it's curtains. It's curtains. They still lose their whole family tree, like no bullshit. And that's to say, like, so it's it's the end of a race. So, I, you know, and people don't realize that shit. This is just one household, right? And these are their kids of the generation. And if these kids decide, it, and it doesn't even matter, because if any of these children, the, the, the mixed children, date a white person, the baby going to be whatever race they are. It's not going to be black. I mean, it's not going to be white. These two kids, in order for their race to survive, would need to go and have white kids. And that's sad. That's a hell of that's 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 some fucked up pressure right there. Put me in the game, coach. <laughs> like that's some fucked up pressure because if her brother doesn't have any more kids, and these is all you know, these are all the children you know he planned on ever having. That's a lot of pressure for them twins. They're going to have to step up. But, uh, I mean, hey, because if not, that's it. And that's how you end the race. That's how you end a race. And that's one of the things. All right? Black lives matter. All lives matter. But who will win the race? The tortoise or the hare? And as slow as our asses are, see, they fast to do every goddamn thing. They mess around and fuck around and look up. Man, I know that's when they probably going to have that nuke on uh, standby. They'll be like, man, fuck this. Because it, it, I don't know. But I, like I said before, they, they, they definitely, you know, they, they, they be on creep life. And they take over. And they're smooth with it. And we act like we don't see the shit. So. So you prefer there be a division amongst different races? Why not? They divide. Why not? We go back to Koreatown, Jewtown, and all. When you go to certain areas, like that's just like going downtown. You go downtown, you walk into Chinatown. That ain't black town. You know what I'm saying? I think, even, and then the funny thing is, so a lot of white folks say, I'm not like that. I have black friends. Okay, cool, right? So you got one black guy to live in the neighborhood of white folks because they accept him because he has a lot of money. But he still ain't as good as they are. He could be richer than them. 
and he still ain't as good as they, you know, as they are. I think that communities should stick together. Um, this may hurt a lot of people's ears, but I will die married to a black woman. You know, I made my 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 decision on what my life decision would be when I when I'm put away, and I prefer to be married to an African descendant woman um, that's black, not a white girl from South Africa that's been born there because you're still not black. So I had to clarify that. Um, so because you can be an African descendant if you're born there. So that's why I had to clear that one up. But, yeah, I you know, I think we should separate with the intent to be understanding towards one another. Because when you look at stuff like the Hunger Games and shit like that, when they try, you know, they play that out, it doesn't play out that well because you're always going to have somebody that wants more than the other. So, I mean, I think everybody should be able to, you know, keep. I'll say this. It's, it's hard to find equality when you got that 1% that's like, man, fuck no, I ain't coming up off a dime. You know, that that's why there would never be equality. That's why there would never be true segregation. You know, they wanted to desegregate. Nah, that shit didn't work out for us. Because if, like I said, if King was here right now and I'd say, tell me how this is working out for you, bro. Tell me how it's working out for you. Because this did, it, you know, I don't know, man. It seemed like, it, it. although it seemed depressing at that time, like people were depressed, it, it also, I see a lot more of happiness than I see that. So I, I think we, we should go, you know, it, it, it's just a thought. I, I, you know, if we had our own businesses, we'd be fine. If we can run our own businesses, we'd be fine. We don't need anything from anyone else. Um, I'm a vegetarian, so I don't give a shit for the meat no more. So as long as we can buy, run our own business, you know, run our own schools, teach our own history. See, and that's the issue in itself because, you know, black people never want to support other blacks. Well, I'm not going to say black people because that's generalization, but some, like too many of black people don't want to support other blacks in anything that they do, whether it's beneficial or not. I mean, true, true. I mean, but I think I, it, it, for me, that, 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 comes from slavery, man. That's a, a slave mentality. You know, I I, I don't want to help the light skin because I'm dark skin. I don't want to help the brown skin because I'm light skin. You know, that's self-hatred. You know, it's, it's, a taught, it's a taught thing. And that's exactly why I said desegregating a, a community was a, a catastrophe because now they're teaching you not to be black. You know, we don't have anything to call our own. No matter how many ideas of shit we come up with, it, it all gets stolen. There's no patent in the black community. You know, um, and that's why I said, man, I think desegregating the community and, 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 and fiddle-filing with, the, with, 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 with Caucasian lifestyle you know, like I, I tell the kids, you know, stop trying to live your life like you're Caucasian. You're not Caucasian. Stop thinking about, you know, you know, it was, which is funny because, like, I haven't seen one white person with a pair of Jordans on, right? You want to do everything like them, but you don't want to dress like them. You don't want to shop in Coles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fucking Coles, like I, I don't want to fucking shop in Coles. No offense to Coles. Shout out to Coles, Coles uh, clothing store. Yeah, huh? I've shopped at Coles before. Yeah, I think these. Matter of fact, these uh, flip flops I got from Coles. I, I, you know, I that's just not my place of choice for clothes. Like I, I wouldn't. 
personally choose those. But, you know, the kids don't, you know, you want to do, you want to be white, but you don't want to think white. You don't want to save your money. You don't want to be as successful. You want to be just as successful. That, which is saying in itself, like, you're not trying. I I, I just want to be in the race. I really don't want to win. You know, it's like presidents, people that run for presidency and shit like that. Like so you're you, saying, like people who try to imitate what they do and try to figure out why they're not getting the same results. Pretty much, you're trying to be white. You're not. You're never going to get the same results. You know, and if I have any 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 white uh audience members or members subscribe to me, this is by no means an attack on any one of you. Um. It's just the reality of what goes on here in my eyes that I see through my eyes coming up. Um, it's, it's a losing battle. It's a losing. It's going to take years, I mean centuries, before you see a total flip-flop in this world. You know, when I look at war, for example, I think of the story of Noah, for example. You know, I want to know where the hell did that shit go wrong. That's why you can't believe everything you read. The Bible is only, I personally feel like it's secluded to a certain period of time in in, in somebody else's eyes, right? Because it's never meant to be literal, which I don't understand why some people take it to be literal. Well, when you talk about Noah's Ark, that's literal. You know, you, you put everybody on here, you save them. Now, unless you, I, I, I don't know if that's a, I don't know what else to take from that. No, I took it as, you know, even if I remove all these bad people, good people still going to do bad things. Right. And that's why I was like, when you had Cain, Cain and Abel and Cain killed Abel or whatever the case was, um, and then, you know, people start slaughtering people because they thought that you were made in the creator's image, so you should be able to act like this. Um, and then some people thought that they, you know, they were actual gods, you know, none of, to me, like killing people in the, in, in the way the world goes now. And I, I was watching some videos of uh, the Iraqi war. And, you know, it kind of touched me because I was just like, damn, you know, we, we, when you look at them bombing videos, man, that shit should put you in a different mindset. Like, those people had no chance. You know, would we want that to happen to our family. You know, would you want to be sitting at work and you know, sitting at home on your couch and a fucking bomb just kills you, your whole entire fucking squad? You know what I'm saying? The whole neighborhood gone. You know, people couldn't imagine that. You know, so that's why I'm like, you know, does anybody else see anything else wrong with the picture of of what it is that, you know, we deal with in this world or in these uh, 51 states? Um, damn, it looked like, yeah, I'm almost out of time. Yeah, we we may have to make make a, a special episode for this and continue this conversation again because it's a broad topic I could talk about for hours. Um, you 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 got any shout outs you want to uh, shout shout anybody out? That's yeah, it. yeah, mom made it. You always said I wouldn't be anything, but uh, I made it. This dude. <laughs> yeah, so like I say, we 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 meant to come here and have fun and and and, and talk about happy times. But, yeah, we kind of took a left turn. I mean, I feel like that was, like, a good issue to talk about because, I mean, for, like, my generation, this is something, things we think about but never know how to go about talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, let me go ahead and throw these cheap plugs back out there. Um, Again, hit me up on the Casey on the Beat show uh, at gmail.com if you have any questions or suggestions or anything you want to add to it. And I'll post it on the blog. 
www.kconthebeat.wordpress.com. And I'm out of here, man.